0: guys, it's Blake and welcome back to The Bright Side. Uh, This is our first episode and so we're going to get into the propaganda that's being used in political campaign ads. Uh, We're going to talk about how propaganda affects our lives, um, especially in the political aspect of things. Uh, I'm a freshman at college this year, and so it was my first year to vote. And I think that being aware of the propaganda that's being used in these campaigns is something that not only young voters need to be aware of, but but something that everybody who's voting needs to be aware of. So let's go back to like middle school, high school English when we learned about. Uh, ethos, pathos, and logos. Um, obviously, this is the rhetorical triangle. It's you use all of these aspects in writing to uh, support what what you want to get across. You know, they're persuasive technique. Learning about the credibility which is ethos and it's the trustworthiness of something the reputation and then and then logos is logic reasoning or facts you know behind something and then there's pathos which is the appeal to emotion and all of these are used in everyday campaigning for things everyday ads but I think more and more we're starting to see a lot of pathos, which is emotion being being put into ads, uh, especially political campaign ads. And of course, we want someone who fights for people. But at the end of the day, you need a lot more than just appealing to citizens' emotions. You, you need to be credible. You need to be trusted. You need to also be smart, um, gain logic, have a reason. You can't just appeal to people's emotions. Current political candidates or the current political race for, you know, the president. I think I'm going to go back to when campaign ads started getting good. Um, because whenever they first started airing ads for, you know, presidents, it was mostly them sitting on desks talking about what they could do for our nation. Um, It was very logic and um, reasonable, and it was credible, of course, but it was boring. Um, For instance, President Nixon would, would sit on a desk and talk about what he did for our country, Uh, Not really appeal to emotion, talk about uh, different, who knows, trades that he made. I I don't know. I didn't look too too far into it. Um, Snooze Fast uh, is a reason why I didn't look into it. It's pretty boring. And if it wasn't them talking about what they were doing, it was cartoons and catchy songs, which is great, but what do you learn from singing the same three words over and over again? Uh, it's appealing, and, you know, those songs might not leave your mind. You might be grocery shopping, and and that song of is just s- still playing in your head, and you're still singing it as you're picking out some bananas, but nothing was interesting, and nothing was informing, um one campaign that I think really changed the game was Daisy Girl and that was Lyndon B Johnson's campaign. Um this is what I've I've done my research and this is uh probably one of the biggest campaigns that that really just sent home an election. Um, but it appealed highly to emotions. Um it, it enters with this girl, this little girl. She's picking petals off of a flower and she's counting. She's just counting like one, two, three. As she picks the petals off, and then it kind of transitions into them counting down from ten and then blowing up a bomb. It's it's in the, you know, atomic bomb mushroom shape. And the the interesting thing is this commercial or this campaign ad only aired one time, um, but it was enough to leave an impact on Americans. Americans who had watched it, it, I mean, people were talking about it for weeks after. Lyndon Johnson won easily, and and the emotional political attack was a risk, but it was something that completely changed the political campaign ad game. After this uh the campaign managers kind of started getting the idea that this ad w- is needs to persuade somebody um especially in the po- political realm. A campaign must target emotions. Voters don't oppose a candidate because they dislike his or her policies. They often oppose the policies because they dislike the candidate. Uh that is something that I was reading whenever I was doing my research on these old campaigns and let me just repeat that again voters don't oppose a candidate because they dislike his or her policies they often oppose the policies because they dislike the candidate this this applied whenever they whenever daisy girl aired and um i think that it still applies today um, and that's why political cat or political ad campaigns appeal solely to emotion is because the only way that somebody's not gonna get in office is is if the citizens don't like them um i I don't think that policy really has anything to do with electing a candidate anymore um it's It's based purely off of emotion, I guess but my other um my other g- good campaign ad that i want to point out is is another one that uh appeals to emotion it's aimed at generating a non-rational emotional experience uh morning in america ronald reagan uh i watched it and i could understand why it did so well it appeals to the american dream um it opens. There's a paper boy delivering a daily paper. Men working. There's people strolling around the neighborhood. There's young adults getting married and hugging their grandparents. I mean, it's kind of that opening to a movie it's it's the perfect world that every American wants or wanted just the perfect america um the music playing in the background just it was it was dreamy it 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 made it appealed to the audience as well as the words that are flowing talking about an idealistic morning in America um so so it was the, the narration the the music i mean i just this whole hollywood production just to promote a political candidate it's crazy how much goes into the appeal on, on citizens. Um, I will say that this, this ad especially uh, appeals to nostalgia. I mean, have you ever seen something from your childhood? Maybe you're walking in a store and you see an old candy that they used to sell whenever you were a kid and you haven't seen it in a long time. and You just kind of get excited. There's, there's no need for it, but you kind of want it. Just, I recognize the nostalgia and it's something that most adults enjoy. enjoy. Um, Obviously that was the goal with this ad. It appealed to emotion by using nostalgia and optimism. Everything that this ad had was something that not, not many Americans had experienced in the last 20 years for them. Um, I think that both, in the last twenty years, it was just constant war. You know, maybe the movies had that perfect America feel, but th- but these people, they weren't actually experiencing it. So whenever uh, Reagan, whenever President Ronald Reagan promoted this ad, and it's and it's citizens just living this perfect America, and it's saying, you know, the Morning in America. More more adults will will buy a home today than they have in the last five years, and and more young people will be getting married. It's it's what everybody wanted. They wanted the American dream, and uh, this ad just captivated many voters and helped push for President Reagan uh, appealing to emotion. And political campaign ads is is definitely one way to ensure a win. And after watching these these ads, I can definitely see why they were so successful. Um, If you haven't seen them, I would recommend going to YouTube, searching up Daisy Girl political campaign ad and Morning in America. They're good. You watch them. I mean, you start to understand why political campaign ads are the way that they are now they they appeal to emotion and and this is where it all started and i mean i i'm one for feeling like i'm making a decision on my own and it's it's 110% my decision nobody else is affecting it but i often find that just the propaganda that's being used daily is is very impactful and it's something that you need to look out for um when watching a commercial just just look out for that appeal to emotion because um while you can watch it and and you'll get that nostalgia feeling just you need to be very aware of of the um, marketing that's being just pushed in your face on a day-to-day basis and especially whenever it comes down to political campaign ads you need to be very aware of how much marketing is being done and, and you need to know what a candidate brings to the table and not what their production staff brings to your TV screen. It's it's really important to know who you're voting for and not just vote for being entertained for a minute and 30 seconds. Uh, but we'll get more into current political campaign ads. I just wanted to kind of talk about where it all started off and two of my favorite old campaign ads and how they kind of made an impact on just the marketing overall since then, or the marketing in America overall. So uh, I guess I'll see you guys next week. And uh, hopefully I will see you guys next week and catch me on the bright side. Bye guys.